0: Episode 26, The News and News Directors, Part 2. Welcome to
1: Radio War Stories.
0: In every episode, hosts
1: Dave Jagger and Don Nelson reach into their arsenal of decades of radio experience to entertain you with their most amusing, enthralling, and interesting stories.
0: Suit up and get ready for today's episode.
1: But I mentioned that, that uh, in an earlier podcast that uh, when we uh, decided to change the format over to country, uh, we were saddled with the CBS radio network, uh, and, and it wasn't really considered saddled in those days because CBS was the Tiffany network, and, mm-hmm. and uh, WIRE had been an affiliate for well over 20 years. And unfortunately, we were obliged to carry a 10-minute newscast at the top of each hour a 30-minute CBS World News roundup uh, at about 6 p.m., and even worse, a full hour of Arthur Godfrey uh. Uh, in the morning. So, yeah, I, I said, yeah, they, unfortunately, CBS is going to have to go. So yeah. we issue uh, the, the cancellation uh, uh, to CBS, and, of course, the phone starts ringing. Mm, we get the calls, and uh, uh, the CBS affiliate relations guy says... Uh, uh, hey like would you would you come in let 's talk about it, come into the city and and, and you know maybe there's there 's some accommodation we can work out so fine i 'll go in no problem uh, i 'm in now at Blackrock, the mm-hmm. CBS uh, headquarters in New York, uh, and we 've gone through this back and forth and of course, in order to to seal the deal which hasn 't happened yet uh, i 'm scheduled to have lunch with the president of CBS Radio. Who was a uh, an Easterner with three names? When they have three names, you know they're. Oh, well, always they're
0: very important right, when they have their e- right, three yeah, names. Yeah,
1: and this was Sam Cook Diggs. Of course, it was. And he was the president of CBS Radio, and he invited me to join him and and the affiliate guys, for lunch at his favorite spot, which of course had his. Table, of course, and that was twenty-one. Nice, it was a fabled restaurant, and it was only one long block from Black Rock over to. Oh my! Yeah, it was an easy walk, and and you walk in, and there's good afternoon, uh, Mr. Diggs. We have your table, yada yada yada. We're doing this. Uh, Twenty-one served a killer. Bloody Mary they served it uh, in a hurricane glass uh, like oh. like the kind you would yeah. get in New Orleans <laughs> exactly. you know yeah that was yeah. the Bloody Mary oh my God so we're starting off with this and I I <laughs> reach for something <laughs> <Don't> know <laughs> and knock the hurricane glass full of the Bloody Mary right into Sam Cook Digg's lap ah. fortunately he had a nice big napkin over ah, it so it didn't do do too much damage. Yes. And, and the staff
0: came running over, I'm
1: hoping. Oh, my God. Like 14 people, yeah, you know. They're sure. all over the thing here. And he's looking at me saying, don't worry. Everything is fine. You know, he's thinking, what a jerk. You know, we have to bring this idiot in from Indianapolis. And he lays Bloody Marys all over me and all of that kind
0: of uh, stuff. hate uh, spilling drinks around people you don't know. Yeah. You just feel so silly. But we went back. Uh, and did you finally you finally cut him loose, though, right? Yep, I mean, yep, you finally yep. got rid of Arthur Godfrey and yeah, all that all Stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that all went away. And uh, for, at that point we just had our local news department. Well, as it just timing was amazing for the folks over at ABC because they had just gone to the four network concept. It was a it was a brilliant thing. Instead of just having one station affiliation in town, they now had four. Oh, they had the yeah. Contemporary right. Network. And the, That's right. Network. I'd forgotten yeah, about right. that. Yeah. yeah, and their affiliate relations guy was a terrific guy by the name of Bob Mulvan, who's still with us. And Bob, uh, uh, after he uh, got out of the broadcast business, went on to become a, a broadcast broker. But Bob decided that I was his mission in life. That WIRE was going to be an ABC an affiliate. <laughs> so every time he left New York and went west, he made the first stop in Indianapolis uh, uh, to cajole me and, mm-hmm. and, and try to get this done and we'd get together and he'd go off and then he'd call me back. And as as soon as some big national or international story would happen, he'd call and say, man, if you had a network, you'd have this all
0: covered, oh, you yeah. know. And, and I said, hey, I've got it on AP and we're reading it. You yeah, know. We're, we're fine. Thank you. <laughs> we're doing just fine. We have an excellent news department. Yeah.
1: But uh, Bob kept this up and, and, and finally uh, he says to me, uh, Don, how about I just plug it into your newsroom so your guys can listen to it and get a feel for for the network and what we're doing. No obligation. I said, fine. Send the
0: feed down, whatever. I
1: I forget all about it. And uh, it's uh, right around Easter, maybe the week before Easter. And I am scheduled to take my family down to visit my mother uh, for a long weekend. Mm -hmm. And that, sadly, was the weekend that Martin Luther King was assassinated. Right. Okay. And uh, I came back into the studio uh, on Monday and I have like 30 phone calls from the owner of the daytime uh, AM that was the ABC affiliate. And it's just, he's calling every hour on the hour for me. All right? <laughs> of course. And so I you know, pick up the phone and call him and said, hey, it's Don, uh, what's happening? Yeah. He said, can't believe you stole my network. Oh, gosh. And I said, what? What, what are you talking about? He said, you aired ABC, my network, the entire weekend. So I said, well, you know, I've been out of town. But I'll, I'll get back to you within the hour. So I go down to the news director. You have the name of Ron Carroll. And I said, Ron, did we air... Uh, ABC over the weekend? He said, oh, yeah, man. He said, that was great. He said, can't, can't believe you got that set up for us. He said, we got the call from the AT&T and they said, we have a ABC coming into your room. He said, we figured you
0: set it up. So we use it, man. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. But you still didn't use them after that? Or we, did you do well, a little short, maybe, Yeah, let's give it a run for a year or whatever? No, you know? we,
1: we held off a little bit, but, yeah. but eventually, you know, we, we did go go over. Yeah. A, to
0: ABC the... did a good job yes, uh, they with did. their contemporary networks and those four that you're talking about. I mean, they yeah. did a really nice job. And, you know, we had uh, we had a
1: number of, of folks that went on to, to glory, to bigger and better mm-hmm. things. We had a guy by the name of Bob Moore uh, who became... Uh, one of the network uh, correspondents, I, it may have been Mutual or it may have been NBC, but uh, he left wire, and uh, when he got to Washington, he became the White House correspondent. Wow. And Bob Moore, I w- will always remember, became Robert Steely Moore. Of
0: course. <laughs> i got to have three names. I'm in the White House <laughs> <laughs> reporting on the president. Yeah. The, those times Steely were Steely Moore. Yeah, uh, yeah. Robert Steely Moore. Yeah.
1: We had a news director at Wire who did a terrific job. He was—he was—he uh, ran a tight ship. I mean, he had everything lined out. Uh, this, these are your assignments for the day. This guy goes here. This guy goes there. And they—they they all do this kind of thing. I'm uh, sitting in, in my my uh, office down at the other end of the building, and, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, in comes one of our news uh, reporters. Uh, young lady had been with us for about a year, was doing a really good job, and she was absolutely in tears. And I said, what's the matter? And she said, it's Steve. The news director was Steve Young. And I said, what happened? And she said, my grandfather died. And I said, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. And she said, and I went to Steve and I asked for time off to go to his funeral. And Steve looked at me and said... How close were you to your grandfather?
0: <laughs> um, does, does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> so these were. Oh, uh,
1: that was tough. But oh uh, my gosh, those were some of the things. Did that, you call Steve in after that
0: and have a conversation? Yeah, you know, I suggested
1: Steve. You know, when somebody's grandfather dies, it might be you know a good yeah. idea just to kick back and let him go. You know, know. No, <laughs> absolutely.
0: Newsrooms were always so small most of the time, and you said you had a big one probably at, uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, it was the same. It was
1: larger yeah. than the—actually, uh, the newsroom took up the space of the control room and one studio on the other side of the glass.
0: When I left uh, KVIC and went to KLLS and San Antonio Class FM, it was the same way. They had a huge room where everybody sat around— Doing their stuff, but when it was time for the broadcast, they had actually built. A booth inside the room just for the news guys uh-huh. and so we would have three or four people that did the different parts of the newscast on class fm that was jerry dennis who was doing the regular news and then we the sports guy would take one of the chairs during one of the breaks and he'd come in and do the sports and, and then we'd bring the weather guy in and then the news guy would go back and do some more stuff and this was all in the course of five minutes or so but it was amazing to watch uh, and that was one of the things we've talked about consultants, of course, but George Johns believed big in that showmanship stuff. Mm. Even though nobody could see what was going on, you know, through the radio, that's what he would do. So they built this really cool looking rough wood kind of booth with glass on it. And I mean, it was just inside the newsroom. And uh, it was very cool. I was always fascinated by the way they did the news at Class FM because it was just a machine. I mean, one guy would get up, the other guy would sit down, and then, you know, hello, I'm so-and-so with uh, Class FM Sports yesterday, the Dallas Cowboys or whatever, and then he would get up, and then somebody, it was just really amazing to watch. And working morning drive, I was really fascinated by watching all that and really impressed by the way they did that. So different strokes, different things most of the time in in the days when we got started, very small newsrooms. Very small. They didn't need much, but their AP machine and the weather wire, right. and that was that was in the days that uh, was called rip and read, rip and read, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. grab those headlines, take them back to the studio, or sit down in the mic if you were just got back from the city council meeting and you were doing afternoon news, or if you were uh, out in another part of the building while the news was on and it suddenly decided to end. Oh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But we uh, we worked with very talented guys. We did something at Class FM that we put. A little more of the entertainment thing in there with the news people. And Gary Housley, who did production for Class FM, but also did some news, he would sit in and do a lot of the news as well for me in mornings with the other guys. Uh, But at the end of the newscast, you you may have heard of this, it was called Newsman Remembers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so he would collect something up and he would go into the music library and pull out a card and say, this is going to be our Newsman Remembers. Okay, so at the end of the newscast, they would do... And if you were alive in 1968, you probably thought the name of this song was One Ton Banana. (laughs) You'll remember it next on Class FM, and we'd go into Guantanamera by the the Sandpipers or whoever the heck it was by. But he would do something like that, and every news guy, whoever was ending the newscast, had to do a Newsman Remembers.
1: Of course, I... I I honestly think that every jock in America who worked with a news team at some point figured out how to break up one of the news guys oh, sure. that he worked with. I mean, that was just part of it. Oh, yeah. Because these guys were so serious that, you, you know, I've seen uh, news copies set on fire while they're reading it. Oh, sure. That, 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 was, was, a, that
0: was a classic.
1: That, that was an easy one. <laughs> that you was know, real easy. And, and I mentioned in an earlier podcast about... The, the uh, naked streaking. <laughs> about streaking the newsroom. Uh <laughs> That's In hilarious. the middle of our, our biggest newscast sponsors show oh and doing those kind of things. But <laughs> it was just part of the business and a part yeah. of having fun.
0: Yes. And,
1: and part of having a huge staff of professionals. You know, there's one thing that occurred to me on the way over here. Mm-hmm. Our newscasts were never, ever political. No. No, they I were mean, not. You just
0: would not have thought of that. No, I mean, you were you were Walter Cronkite. It, or it completely was completely unbiased. Was the
1: news, yes, right? and whatever exactly. it was, that's what it is. There was no such word as fake news. Mm-hmm. It was either if it was news, it was on your newscast, and if it wasn't newscast a news, it wasn't it's, there. Exactly. You know? So yeah. Yeah, that's one of the things that uh, I have had such a difficulty uh, with uh, the last few years uh, is seeing. Uh, first of all. Uh, Certain news channels, uh, television wise, going off to become propaganda arms for I'm one sure side that. or the yeah. other. And I would just love to get back to the time when a newscast was really a newscast. Yeah.
0: yeah. Those of you that don't remember Walter Cronkite, that was a newscast on television. Right. And on the radio, everybody did the same thing. We tried to just deliver whatever it was, whatever the news was that was coming across that wire. And Dave? That's the world to
1: Thanks for listening to Radio War Stories. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like us on Facebook at Radio War Stories and call in with your questions or comments here or on Skype. Skype at RadioWarStories.com. We look forward to hearing from you. See you next week.